Welcome to episode one of the Marriage Legacy Builders podcast with your hosts, Mike and Carly Kirchival. Hello, hello, everybody. We're so excited to be here. We are going to rock this podcast today. Yes, we are. And first of all, let us welcome you. Welcome to the Marriage Legacy Builders podcast. We're your hosts, Mike and Carly Kirchival. Together, Michael and I co-founded the site, Christian Marriage Adventures. And it is our love and joy to every single day be able to serve married couples around the world by helping them to discover their God-given purpose as a couple, to fulfill that call, and then to create the legacy that they want to leave behind for generations to come. So today, what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about how to reset your marriage compass. Now that sounds good, right? Like, oh, that sounds awesome. Yes, I want to reset my marriage compass. But then the questions come in of, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Why would I even do it? And how? Yes. So we're going to cover that today and more in our in our podcast. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is why you need to reset your marriage compass. You know, it's your marriage compass. First of all, let's define that. Yes. Essentially, your marriage compass is your true north. It's the true north that God has put inside of you and your spouse to walk out on this earth. So for Michael and I, that includes a couple things, but one of the biggest calls that we have together as a couple is to lead people into their purpose, to help them, you know, discover how they fulfill that purpose. But then more than anything, to be intentional about creating these legacies for Jesus. That's right. And I know for, you know, for Carly and I, he told he gave us this vision back in the 90s you guys yeah and uh back then we were young and we're like what you know what i mean we were young we we you know we weren't married we weren't married that's the big that's the big yes we were definitely not married and um little did we know that you know almost 20 years later that we'd be here right now sharing this with you guys yeah and so Yes. I mean, God, God is just awesome. You guys, he has a purpose. And without our compasses being pointed toward him, what we would call true North, Mm -hmm. then we're not going to be hearing what he has. We're going to be missing the opportunity to serve the people that God has called us to serve. And so that is what we want to talk to you about today. So the reason that you actually need to reset your marriage compass, it may be because life events, they've just thrown you off course, right? You want to start fresh. I don't know how many times that Michael and I have been doing something and things were great, but then something happened, whether it was a death of a loved one, it could have been a move. It could yep. have been a job transfer, a job loss, you know, a child suffering through something. I mean, sickness, you yeah. name it. You know, we've been through so many different things, um, as we know you have as well, that have put us in, in situations where we just are thrown into like a tailspin. That's it, because I I know for I know for you and I, Carly. For me, my point of view, just when I I felt like things were getting stable or comfortable, mm-hmm. I should say, then something else came our way, and then you're like, oh my gosh, we just worked through this, we just worked through this, but now we have to deal with a whole different transition, yeah. you know, and so that's it. You just have to work through things and and trust God, you know, through the purpose. Well, and that's the whole point of of resetting your compass. These are the times that you have to do that because you're not going to be able to reorient yourself 
you can't when you're when you're looking to the left and God is calling you to go to the right you're then become fixated with what's ever on the left yes what other obstacles are keeping you in that spot and you become stuck you know also this is all applying to you know when you're looking to find God's purpose let's say you don't know your purpose yet as an individual let alone as a couple well, then that's even more important for you to be on that track of resetting your compass. Because we all have a compass, right? Yep. It's pointing towards something. And for believers, that compass is supposed to be pointing toward God. But if we're not intentionally doing the work to make it to where that compass is pointing toward Jesus through, you know, it comes through a lot of ways, right? We know that comes through reading our Bible. That's right. It comes through praying as an individual and together. It, it comes with fellowship with other believers, worshiping with other believers, worshiping alone, serving, loving, giving. It's like heartbreak. I mean, there's all these things that point us to Jesus. Yep. And so that is what this is about. And, you know, what's really cool is when you start to find your purpose, you'll realize that it was really right in front of you all along. I know. that That is so true. I know, you know, a long time ago when I was trying to figure out my individual purpose that I would either make up excuses or I would say, Hey, I'm like so-and-so somebody I might've seen on TV or heard before. And all along God was like all these different things in your life. The common denominator is my love is there and I've given you compassion to reach out. So some of you out there, you can be like, man, I'm way off. You might not be way off, but you need to do the things that Carly was saying. Read the Bible, have fellowship, keep doing what you know what's right, but give it your all within yes. it. And this is, it goes down to my next point is that, you know, if you're really truly ready to experience your best marriage in this season of life, you have to reset your marriage compass. Yes. You have to do it. And my guess is that everybody listening right now wants to have the best marriage that they can have today and in the future. So one of the things that we get asked a lot is, okay, that's great. And yes, we're on board. We want this. But how? How am I able to reset my compass? Like reading the Bible can get boring. Yeah. Or, you know, pray, praying, you know, can, can become dry because I feel like God isn't hearing my prayer. Yeah. Well, one of the things that that should give you the fuel to the fire, so to speak, is knowing your why. What's important to you? What in this season of life right now are you literally living for? Besides yes. Jesus, what is it? It may be you may be living so that your child can have a better life than you did. It may be that you're living because you want to prove the devil wrong. He's lying to you constantly yeah. in your head or in your heart. You have these thoughts that are ungodly about yourself. So maybe that is your why, but whatever that is, you have to regroup and figure out what you really, really want in this season of life. And that's the first part of the process. When you are resetting, you have to literally regroup. You do. You have to just say, you know what? What I was doing in the past is no longer working. Yep. And I can't go into the future with this mindset. You then have to start identifying and eliminating the things that aren't necessary in this season. So true. Along with what you're saying, Carly, as you're figuring out your why during this season of life, you need to guard that why. You need to say, you know what? Like, like you said, there's going to be things that I need to eliminate out of my life so I can get 
focused on my why and what God has for me right then and there. Yeah, it's true. Essentially, you have to get rid of the old things. Yes. Because like the Bible tells us, you cannot put new wine in old wineskins. Yep. So a lot of times when we're frustrated and we're struggling and we don't understand why things aren't going the way that God said that they would, it's because we're getting in the way. We're not listening to God because we're so full of the things, the junk that doesn't help us. That could be opinions from you know, people outside of the house. It could be yep. opinions from your spouse. It could be yourself having negative self-talk. It could be, you know, maybe you're just not doing things that are healthy right now. Maybe you've kind of gone down a path that's having you stray from God. But it's never too late That's right. to clear the plate, so to speak, and start fresh. So another thing that you have to think about when you're resetting your compass, and this is how you do it. So these are ways that you do it. It's, it's a process of just figuring out what you want, identifying and eliminating those things that aren't necessary in this season. But then you have to create that plan of action. Yeah. In this plan of action, you guys, you know, a lot of times people like to make these grandeur plans and it's exciting, right? You're like, wow, you can look to the future with hope mm-hmm. and, and you can look at it and be like, you know what? Yes, we can do this. But then comes the part where you have to implement. Yes. And this is where most people fall off the wagon. And so what I want to encourage you to do today is to sit down together and go through these steps and create a plan of action with some little tiny baby steps attached to them every day. Something really minute, nothing that is even really huge. It doesn't have to be a lot of people think, oh, you know, we want to let's say we want to host a marriage workshop next month. Let's just say that's a goal that you have right now. And then that's great. But the first step isn't going to be, you know, let me contact Focus on the Family, like a massive marriage ministry, and see if they want to host it. No, they don't. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) You're not ready. However, you could start, you know, getting a pulse from maybe your local church. There you go. You know, hey, pastor, can we talk to you about something we feel called to do this thing? Or maybe you host one somewhere in your local community. Yeah. Or just amongst family and friends to practice. You know, it's those little tiny things, making sure that when you have a baby step, that it's not something that's unattainable. Yes, and uh, along with what you're saying, Carly, and I know for me, my personal experience in our relationship, I know that when it came to taking action or, or having a plan, I used to get frustrated because I would say all these things, I'd get excited, and then Carly would be like, well, how are you going to get there? And then I was like, oh my gosh, because I didn't think past that last experience or that emotion. Now I have to put some thought into it, you know, but when you put things into motion, you're going to feel vulnerable or uncomfortable. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I really got to do this. And then you, but you have your spouse right there to help hold you accountable along the way. You guys are sitting down saying, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to take these baby steps. Because baby steps to us isn't baby steps with God. God's seeing your faith. He's seeing your obedience. And he's walking you through the process. And he sees consistency. Because another thing that where people really fail, us included, is that, you know, your life, when you're not oriented toward your true north, you know, when your compass is not pointing toward Jesus, you may be taking baby steps and you feel like, well, okay, I'm doing these things, but I'm still not seeing anything in return. 
And sometimes that's just because you're impatient, right? Can I get an amen? I know that happens a lot, right? But also it's because you're not taking the baby steps in the right direction because your compass is off. We know we all have the GPSs and, you know, it started off in our cars. We got, well, first it was MapQuest. (laughs) You could print them out and you just would would go places. You're like, this is awesome. Then we got the GPSs actually in our cars and it was like, whoa. And now every device, you can have a a Maps app on there. And it takes you where you're going because you might think, oh, yeah, this this road, this is the right road. I know I'm going east because I got to go east. But then there's a slight curve in that road that you can't see because it's it's too slight for the natural eye to really realize that it's happening. Yeah. Because maybe you're fixated on the road and staying on it or you're fixated on the trees on the side or whatever it may be. And then the next thing you know, you're no longer going east, you're going west. Yeah. Well, that's that's a little exaggeration, but you understand what I'm saying. It, it really, you can get off track really really quickly without even knowing it and so as you take these steps and as you hold each other accountable you're going to be positioning yourself to hear from God again that's right because without resetting that compass that you have internally God tells us that he wrote on our hearts the tablet on the tablet of our hearts he wrote the law he did he wrote his commands so those are things that I remember when I wasn't even a Christian I got saved in 1998, September 13th, 1998. I gave my life to Christ. Prior to that, I was just full of anger and just pain. And I remember sitting there thinking, okay, I know that all the things I'm doing are wrong. I didn't know why they were wrong. So every time I would sin, every time I did something stupid, thought horrible things about other people, I just knew, like, this is not okay. Yeah. And it, that's because my compass was was wrong. It was all out of whack. It was like literally a 180 away from where I was supposed to be. And I was sowing pain and I was sowing hatred and I was sowing all the things that are opposite of what God wants us to sow. But once I came to Christ, by the Holy Spirit, by His grace, by all the things that, that I was able to then walk in and know were truth, I was able to reorient and now I'm walking that straight and narrow path that that God talks about. That straight and narrow path doesn't mean that you're walking perfection. Right. It doesn't mean that you're right. perfect. Rather, what it means is that you are walking toward Him every day. Amen. So I would encourage you to focus less on the big end, you know, celebration goals. Those are great and we all have to have them. But it's those little innocuous habits that you have every day. It could be maybe you've gotten out of the habit of greeting your spouse when they come home. Yeah. Not because you don't love them, not because you're mad at them, simply because it's become familiar to you. And it's those little habits like that. Take note, sit down together and say, hey, what is something that we used to do that we no longer do that you think would be beneficial to our marriage in this season of life? Yeah. And it may be that you write down number one. It could say, hey, greet each other again when we come home. Maybe it's let's give each other a goodnight kiss. Maybe it's let's pray together before we eat. Yep. I mean, there are so many habits that we let slip when our eyes are not focused on Jesus. And I'm talking, guys, this can happen through any season of life. I don't care how busy you are. I don't care the kind of stress that you have going on. Like Mike talked about earlier, it's excuses that we make up to make ourselves feel comfortable. Yeah. When in fact, we need to not be comfortable. We need to be doing the uncomfortable things so that we make sure that that connection with God is never severed. And I like the fact, Carly, what you said. You guys need to 
Come together and communicate. Don't assume you know what your spouse is thinking or don't put expectations on your spouse. Talk, communicate, express yourself. And as you're doing that, keep the focus on God. God will show you guys, okay, here's some things you guys we can you guys can tackle together one step at a time. And another thing about looking at things you want, you know, we we're we're built to look at the end result. What is the end result? Okay? Well, with God, he said that he will give you his best. Whatever your purpose is, he has his best for you. God will show that as you continually walk. Look at David. David was told he was going to be a king as a teenager or a little boy, but he didn't know what that looked like until he became a man. God put him in positions so he can take those baby steps to work towards being a king. Exactly. And I'm sure there's many of you out there today that, that know you have an inkling of what that calling is for you and your husband or wife. Mm -hmm. And that was Mike and I, like he shared earlier, we were just engaged when God gave us this call. And here it is. It's more than 20 years. Yeah, it's it over is. 21 years so, later. Yeah. We're walking it out. And it took a lot of time to get here. And there were times where we questioned that. And we weren't sure. Like, okay, did we hear right? Was that just us? No, it was God. But just because he told us that this is going to be what it was, the future was going to hold didn't mean it was going to happen tomorrow. It certainly is not in our timing. But we do know that his timing truly is perfect. It is. So one of the things we want to encourage you to do that if this episode resonated with you and, and you want to do the deep work, deep, deep work, you guys, I'm going to say it again, the deep work <laughs> of resetting your compass in your marriage, then we highly recommend working through our course, True North Marriage. We put together this course because we wanted a, a place for people to be able to come to, to reset every so often. This isn't something that you only just do once or, you know, yeah, that sounds good. No, you really need to take action and you need to do it. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, this course gives you a seven-step compass to make sure your priorities are in line with what God has for you and your marriage. And the thing that's really cool is that your calling as a couple is unique to you only. That's right. Mike and I can't do it. No. Nope. You can't do what we do. And you know why? Because there's only one you. There's only one me. Mm -hmm. We're different. And there's only one marriage that looks like your marriage comprised of the two of you. And that is a beautiful thing. And so it's really good. You know, you, you take the course, you work through it, you figure out where you're at in this season. Yep. And what's beautiful is then you're going to begin to hear and walk out that purpose that God has for you from here on out. And it's good to take a refresher, you know, every year, every other year, depending on how you know your life is as long as it stays on track and is oriented toward christ then you're able to stay laser focused on creating that That's legacy right. you guys the legacy you want to leave behind for generations to come so if you guys are interested in that you can learn more at truenorthmarriage.com and also that some of you are out there like hey i am committed to all these things you know, I go to church, I go to the sporting events for my kids. I'm doing all these things. I am just exhausted. But guess what? You can do this course in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing that we love about having digital courses now is you can do it on your time, your way. But you have it. Yes. You have the resource to take you 
from where you're at right now to where God wants you to go. And the beginning of that journey is resetting your compass in your marriage. And what's what's awesome, you guys, is although it's resetting your marriage compass, it's really resetting your compass as an individual as well. Yes. So you'll be refreshed as an individual and as a couple. So we're really grateful for all of you guys. We appreciate you joining us today. Yes. And we just look forward to catching up with you. If you guys want to join us, you can. We actually have three groups on Facebook that may be of interest to you. The first one is our main group for husbands and wives, and it's called Christian Marriage Adventures. It's our online community, and you can just find it by searching in on Facebook, Christian Marriage Adventures. Our page will pop up and our group will pop up. In the group, you'll, you'll know the difference, so you can request to join there. But also, we have two separate groups, one for wives and one for husbands. Wives of Integrity is the Facebook group that I have for women, so we can chat women stuff, you yep. know, wife things that only women know, issues that our tender hearts um, really need to process together. And then I'll let you talk about your group. Yes, and then the other group is called Husbands of Integrity, and this is a group where men can come in and we can talk about things that's going to help us serve and love our wives better. Yes, so either way, guys, it's our heart's desire to have a safe place for us to cultivate community with those who love Jesus and love each other. So again, we appreciate you very much, and we'll see you next time.